when I say alpha male, I don't mind somebody being confident. That is not it at all. But right. he was laying it on thick. It's no accident that sounds like you're leveling up in a video game. 48% of 18 to 29 year olds have an online dating profile. Make them work for it. 45% of people say they're more frustrated with this form of dating than hopeful. There are so many people you can connect with. Should I swipe right? Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong. Setting the record straight on dating apps. Everyday people telling everyday stories of the swipe right world with your host, Chaos. Well, I know he had a good time. Here we go. Welcome to another week of the Swipe Wrong podcast. I am Chaos. This is the number one podcast among competitive hopscotch players everywhere you can find them. Uh, This week, Another pretty cool episode, in my opinion. This one, like, I'm so amped at what the show is becoming and what Jay and I are are doing. Uh, Like, it's starting to turn into what we kind of envisioned it. Something that kind of helps everybody realize they're not the only ones that attract the crazy and that there's just so much out there. Like, sometimes it feels like when, you know, you're dating like you have a target on your back and Robin Hood is out there slinging arrows at you and just just drilling you with the crazy arrows. And that's all you're getting. You're not the only one. That's not the only thing that happens. And there's some great dates that are out there, too. Uh, but first, I guess, let me get the housekeeping out of the way and say um, like, follow, subscribe, share, tell a friend, get it out there. It's growing and growing. It is the perennial shot of Viagra that we do need for the show, but seems to be happening for the show. So thank you for everybody who's doing that. If you want to email swipe wrong pod at gmail.com. If you want to uh, give us a call 317-426-6616, uh, check out the website, uh, swipe wrong pod, uh, swipe wrong pod.com. Uh, there housekeeping is done. Anyway, moving forward. Uh, this is another one of those really cool instances where I got to meet this person, for the very first time uh, when we talked about uh, her dating experience and uh, it's something that uh, we saw online. We reached out to her and she was kind enough to uh, be open minded and talk to us. And I think I think you'll hear we had a pretty good time and uh, she was pretty, pretty amazing uh, by pretty I mean, amazing. I mean, definitely amazing. Uh, this story, though, like when we read it, we were just like, holy shit, did that really happen? Uh, so let's just kind of keep moving it forward. Less of me, more of the other people is always a good thing. So let's just, let's just sit back, relax, enjoy, put your feet up, grab some popcorn, get it buttered. If you want to throw some salt on there. If you're in traffic for the love of everything that is everything, don't hit that person next to you. We want you to be safe and enjoy airing some dirty laundry. Did I forget to mention, we do have a word from our crack staff legal department. Here they are. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions or any entities they represent. This podcast is about dating experiences. It is not to say one dating app is better or worse than another. So, like, how long have you been on the apps? Um, 
It was just Facebook dating app. So I've obviously been a part of Facebook for a long time. And whenever the dating opportunity, not even was, well, it was mentioned to me. I was like, oh, I'm going to try this out. I've been on it since I've been divorced. And that was two years ago. Okay. And um, so if you're interested in a whole other story. I'm interested in your story, all your stories and your story. Absolutely. Whatever you want to tell me, like this one time at band camp, I'm in, let's do it. <laughs> I was, I was fresh out of divorce. I get on Facebook dating. One guy pops up. I'm like, Oh, he's handsome. We hit it off. He's very charismatic. This has nothing to do with why you even contacted me, but let me just lay the, lay the foundation for why this is not for me. <laughs> so we, we hit it off. He's like an hour away from me. We meet up, we do dinner but he was very quick to, I want to meet your kids and I want to do this with y'all. And very much a lot, a lot like the guy that I just had another terrible date with. Um, but I was fresh out of a divorce and I seem to have a type and the type is like very not controlling, but they're just very, I don't know the right word for it. They're just very charismatic, but they know how to manipulate a situation. So I'm learning, I'm learning where my red flags are and what to avoid. All right, cool. Um, so I, I did meet up with him. He, I let him take me and my kids to a movie. And this was after two months of talking. Okay. Um, learned that was a mistake because the more I dug about him and the more he talked about himself in his past, the more I realized, I don't think he's being honest. So he was saying that he owned uh, land in Pennsylvania. He owned land in Florida and he owned land here. Wow. He owned land there. And I thought, do you really... So I started digging some more. I was looking on like the, I don't know, appraisal district places to see if I could even find like his name on owning anything in this specific city, in this specific state. And his name is not coming up on anything. In fact, whenever I Google him, nothing, like not even, not even, I mean, a LinkedIn or anything like that. So man, this is weird. So I, I called in the big dogs. Called out my girlfriends and I was like, I had a girl. I had a girl. (laughs) I need you to help me find more information about this. I don't think he's being honest. And he was, he was awfully, um, cautious, awfully cautious about not leaving his, um, wallet around me. Really? And I thought, that's weird. Weird, strange. Okay. So long story short, I find out that he is not, in fact, the person that he says he is. He has this whole other name identity. I found out he was only here for work. He had a wife and two little boys at home and an ex-wife and two big boys in Florida. Oh, fuck. So the name that this man gave me was a completely made up name that he stole from i think a friend of his so he's got a friend that was like morgan bach and then his name was like jimmy bach and i'm like this holy this is real life so i actually i didn't even confront this one and you'll see a pattern here i didn't even confront this one um but we did find the wife and we let her know and um, she was very thankful for that information and like I said, pencil, she was in Pennsylvania with kids. He was here for work. And so this is where that term West Texas single comes from because these men come here to work and they have whole ass families at home. Shit. 
I didn't yes. even know that. No this shit. Was, this was right out of the gate. I'm freshly divorced. It oh. had, I mean, the ink is, was still drying when this shit happens to me. And I haven't dated since. Um, well, you're also so, like, so, so you're coming out of the divorce. Like, so you're like, okay, so how does people, how do people date now? And you're like, oh, this online dating thing. This is how they do yeah. it now. And this is your first fucking experience when this <laughs> happens. You're going, can I just meet? I'm going to run into somebody's cart at the grocery store. It's probably what you're thinking at this point. Oh, good. It, I was like, this, this ain't for me. And I thought, yeah. I'm just going to meet somebody naturally. So I started yeah. going out to the bars. I went out dancing. And I mean, I did meet some people naturally that way. Um, some that like, you know, not a lot of men are cut out to be step parents to three children. Sure, so I sure. do come with baggage, but I respect if you're, if you're able to recognize that pretty quick, I don't waste your time. You don't waste mine. So I'm pretty good about that. I, I respect that. It's not for everybody. So, um, you know, and I'm like, just, I said, I haven't dated. I've been on a few first dates, but nothing ever really goes past yeah, that. Like, sure. mm, not great. So I meet. I'm, I'm, I actually deactivated it for a while. I de- deactivated because you can just like turn it off and on. Yeah, it's got yeah, a toggle yeah, for sure. to it. For sure. So for turned sure. it off for quite a while. Um, recently so, turned it back on within the month. And um, I when met you did that, guy. though, let me ask you this. I'm sorry to interrupt, but okay. let me ask you. Well, two things. One, meeting someone organically. Uh, I've heard the best term I've heard for that now is called dating in the wild. I think that was kind of funny. Uh, I think that's perfect. Lined up right on. I'm like, that's perfect. And then uh, two. So before you fired on uh, dating again, were you like, all right, I'm going to at least do X, Y, and Z a little bit differently. Or was there in like a different plan of attack of how you were going to vet somebody? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to start doing, well, I got kicked off the background check site that I was using. Oh, fuck. How, what'd you do? What'd you I, do? I, I was playing with it. I was like, I'm going to search up my mom. I'm going to search <laughs> up my dad. I'm going to search up my best friend. I'm like, well, what are they not telling me? So I actually right. I got an email that said that I couldn't do that anymore. Oh, that's <laughs> kind of funny. Of it. Okay. So, um, but I do try to do like extensive Google searching and I know oh, there's only cool. so much that you can get off of Google. Uh, if you have any new background places that I can look, what for, did you use? What did know. you use? Um, I think it was called info info tracer or something of something similar. Okay. I have a friend who has a pretty detailed one and I will reach out to that person and I'll, I'll IM it to you. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Now, I don't know if you can check on your dog and your neighbor or anything like that and not get kicked off. So I I don't know the rules, but you know, but I'll, I'll find that out and get that to you for sure. I was like, how accurate is this? I, I Googled my, or not Googled. I searched my ex. That one was pretty accurate. I searched myself. Yeah. What's on my background? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's so cool. Like, that's, that. you, gotta, you gotta test to see, like, all right, so yes. does the site work? Like, I totally get that. And like, I'm the biggest proponent. Like, like when people ask me out of the people I talk to, what's the number one advice I would get? Background check everybody. Back. I yeah. mean, you're not gonna know if they're if they're fucking crazy or not, but you're at least gonna have more information about the type of person they are. And it was, it was active whenever I was dating that guy, it was active and I used it and I was like, nothing, I get nothing. I'm asking right now. And I now think he was forthcoming. He said he had a, like a DUI or something on his from a long time ago. And I was like, let's find out. Yeah. Yeah. And if you like tell a guy and this is my opinion, like if you tell a guy, Hey, by the way, back, background check you and they trip out, they need to peace. Take care of yourself, yeah. buddy. Because like, I fully would expect it. Like, sure. Absolutely. Look into me. Here you go. 
you know, yeah. check, check me out. I think that's the safest way to go. 100% agree. And some of them will be forthcoming about some information, but then they'll yeah. omit like bigger things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So have you ran, so what have you ran into? Like, I know, I know the crazy date and that's why we connected, but was there any dates before the madness ensued? Like where you're like, and I know you had a couple of first dates, but there's a couple like, Hey, this is not the vibe check I was looking for. Or this guy's pretty cool. Or you found some things like I'd like to date a guy like this, but he didn't quite do it for me. Uh, yeah. I mean, a little bit of everything. I've had some that, you know, conversation was very dull, very dry sure. and I didn't really pursue, um, because I want somebody that I can, ha- I can have a great conversation with, uh, yeah. because I'm, I'm around kids all day. So the last thing I want to come home and talk to somebody that can't rub two brain cells together. So I need, I need to have that outlet to have someone to talk to. For sure. So I totally get um, that. And so the dry textures, it's not, it, that's not for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. if I feel like I'm doing too much of the heavy lifting of the conversation, I, I end up just, I stop reaching out and it usually fizzles out. So, okay. Fair enough. And so it's hard to say, I mean, the, Apparently they weren't interested. I feel like I'm pretty open-minded about like, I'm pretty confident in myself. I mean, I don't, I don't need to do a lot of the work. I do want someone to meet me halfway. So I know what I'm going to tolerate and what I'm not. I keep getting sent these goofballs that have these weird, (laughs) um, weird fantasies i don't know oh oh please you do tell do tell like when you're like going what the fuck is this bro on one of those weird fantasies did i assume somebody shared i had i had one that um seemed to think that it was super hot that i would go out and get hit on so he wanted to hear about it and i'm like this is weird man wow Wow. (laughs) he said i just want to um he was a watcher is what I'm, I'm, I was picking Boyerism. up. I was like, yeah, man, this sure. is not my thing either. I was like, I, <laughs> I'm not approved by any means, but man, I was like, I'm not going to talk to you about things that I've done with other people or going out and getting hit on. Like, I, the I don't level know. Of crazy just, is just like, the dude, you sit there and just like, this is a book. Like I should, oh my gosh, this I, is a Honestly, my friends and I have talked about how <laughs> we really should, make a book or reality show out of just my life because my kids are it's i'm doing it by myself i've got three of them i'm a teacher so just some of the stories that i tell they're like man if you had a reality show like you're right i would i would make millions out of the chaos and the things that happen to me because when i tell stories people are like that sounds made up. I'm like, I can't make this shit up (laughs) your backup crew i forget how you refer to them i apologize your friends um, are most dog. of them married? The, the big dog. Sorry. Are they, are most of them married or are they single too? Yeah. yeah most of them are married. And, so they love um, your stories. So they're like, Oh, yes. give me another train wreck. I want another train wreck, <laughs> please. That's what they're right? through me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they're the first ones. Like uh, my sister, especially she's, she's a mom and she's at home most of the time. She does have a full-time job, but finds herself at home bored a lot. So I'm like, Hey, look up this one. <laughs> this is a birthday. <laughs> awesome. Tell me what you find out. And As she will, should. she will dig and she'll be like, who is this girl in this one picture in that one place? Like, do you know this person? <laughs> that is awesome. Have you mentioned this awesome. one? She's really good. Uh, my mom ones- does a lot of it too. Oh, perfect. But, That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> the whole family affair. Look at you. I'm telling you, I got I've got quite the village. Um, and it's because of the toxic relationship that I spent 10 years staying in. It was no good yeah. for me or the kids. And 
So they're like, we just, we, we have your back. So whatever you need from us is like, this is what I need. I need you to make sure I don't, I'm not with another crazy. And they warned me about the first one. Yeah. I didn't listen. So lesson learned there. Well, but, so correct me, like, help me out. Like I, I may be wrong, but what I hear a lot, people come out of long relationships, 10 year, 10 year uh, marriages and stuff. And you're kind of, your self-confidence is a little down. Your, oh. uh, do I still have it is down. So you're, you're, you're kind of out there just seeing, all right, let me just gauge the interest and see if I quote unquote still have it or whatever. And trying to raise your self-esteem is that pretty accurate in your situation? Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, my self-esteem was very shot. I feel like I did a lot of the grieving for the divorce before the divorce ever happened because it was just, I pulled away much earlier than I filed. Uh -huh. Um, so it was, it was very shot. And so, um, between dating that guy and then, you know, going out to the bars and, it's it's very flattering and it helped build the self-confidence and sure. it probably wasn't the best place to be doing it sure, um, sure because i'm sure some of the guys had genuine motives and others probably not so genuine but it probably. was just getting the attention definitely brought it back up and yeah. then over over time, it was a lot about, hey, look at me. I'm doing it by myself. So that was right. another big one. Good. Because the ex made a decent amount of money and yeah. I did it. So he said a lot of mean things about, you know, you can't do it without me. So not only, yeah, I mean, it was, I, I've done therapy. I've done yeah. therapy. And I'm not ashamed to say it has helped me tremendously work Good. through it, I'm not the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's there so, for. That's exactly what it's there for too. And he, he would, he would beat me down and he knew exactly where to hit. Oh, so bro. I'm sorry. I'm so happy yeah. you're out of that though. I mean, yeah, me too. From, from one level of well, that you, you can't match that, but now you're into a new level of holy shit. What's out in the world now? Like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Madness. I don't know, but it, you, your self-confidence seems like it's way up though. Huh? It's definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so that took, that took time and it took work and um, it wasn't easy. I mean, good. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, I went to bed every night confident that I knew what I was doing and that yeah. I was, I wasn't going to be alone forever. And, yeah. um, yeah, that's awesome. Myself out of, you're not desperate. You don't need somebody. Mm -mm. You want somebody. And the more confident I am about my own life, the more it radiates. And I seem to attract more people doing that. Isn't that crazy? So, how that happens. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> like self-confidence, self-esteem and like, the, the biggest thing that I guess I think people should learn and just my own personal journey is like, be your biggest fan. Let everybody else worry about shit that you may or may not be able to do. You just be because you have overcome the worst days you've had so far. You're kind of a badass. So just keep focusing on all the good stuff and, and all that good will come right back to you. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah. fake it till you make it, even if, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, for like, sure. I don't know what I'm doing. And you keep going forward, you know, fuck it. If you fail, fuck it. At least you at least gave it a shot. And then you know what not to do. Keep going forward. You got it. Exactly. You got it. So exactly. when did you meet this clown and, uh, like, first of all, I guess when I reached out to you, I'm like, gosh, I hope she doesn't think this is just some random ass dude going, Hey, you got a pretty mouth all deliverance and shit. So thank you for replying. Uh, you've, <laughs> Awesome, awesome to talk to you. So when did you meet this clown? Um, it would if <laughs> it was a week ago. No, two was weeks really? ago. Sorry, two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Okay. 
So two weeks ago, I mashed with him on a Saturday and again, great conversationalist. Um, really easy to talk to knew what to say and how to say it. I didn't catch any red flags in the conversation. He didn't have any of that, um, alpha male, uh, tendencies whenever we were talking there. Um, so I, I agreed to this date and we, it was great. Like I said, great conversation. Good morning. Good night all day long. And, um, so Wednesday I get some flowers at work. Cause I had Aww. said, no, I teach and I teach out here. Uh-huh. And so didn't see any red flags there, but my, my trauma response was mm, I'm being love bombed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being love bombed. And it was, and it was the big dogs that they were like, you know, okay, that's, that's your trauma speaking. This could be a romantic gesture. He could be old fashioned. And I'm like, okay. So going into Friday, I was very uh, cautiously optimistic. I thought, okay, we'll see if he's really crazy. If he really was love bombing me, or if he is just a genuine person who knows how to treat a lady. And I was like, I would eat that up. So uh, we did dinner first. And again, no red flags at dinner. And it wasn't until I agreed to go to drinks afterwards that oh, wow. the crazy came out. Oh, um, he was, and when I say alpha male, I don't mind somebody being confident. That is not it at all. But right. he was laying it on thick. Like how so? <laughs> like what was he saying? Uh, basically said um let me backtrack he was like i i want you to delete all my competition you're done i'm taking you off the market (laughs) i'm taking you off the market then he said (laughs) oh you drive you drive a buick i'm I'm gonna fix that i'm gonna fix that for you what do you want uh (laughs) you live in an apartment Oh, honey, we got, we got to get you something bigger. You deserve a yard. You deserve a yard. And I'm like, I know I deserve a yard. <laughs> Better than you buying it for me on day one. Oh, we're going to have joint bank accounts. You just give me an allowance. You just give me an allowance and the rest is yours. And I'm like, oh my God, he's absolutely insane. <laughs> He wants an allowance. Thanks, mom. (laughs) (laughs) The kicker though. Okay. So oil filled guys tend to have wonky schedules. I mean, it might be two weeks on two weeks off. Okay. Two weeks on one week off. They, They might have two weeks a day shift and they'll have a week off two weeks of night shift. So this one in particular was the last one was the latter. He does two weeks of day shift. He would have a week off and two weeks of night shift. And he made the comment that he was staying in a room. And so I asked him, I brought that about that dinner. I said, you're saying you're in a room, which ex- would explain why I didn't find any information on him here. Yeah. Um, you're staying in a room. So you're not here permanently. And he was like, I, I'm just, I'm, he said, I'm, I'm in a hotel. I'm staying there until I get an apartment that opens up. And so I thought more about that. And I'm like, I have enough friends to know that. I mean, we're not in a boom. We're not, we're not hurting for apartments. There are apartments open. I don't think you're looking, um, which I didn't tell him that outright, but I was like, I'm pretty sure there's plenty available. Where are you looking? And he was like, well, I've looked at a couple of places like, okay. So basically talked to you're not looking hard enough, but I know also that they don't always keep the guys in the hotel unless they're on call or currently working. Okay. So, I said, where do you stay when you're on your weeks off? He said, I go home. And I said, where is home? At this point, I knew that most of his family was in Arkansas. So I was expecting 
Arkansas. Sure. He said to Alabama. I was like, what's in Alabama? And he said, well, my ex-wife took me there. And I said, so where do you stay when you go to Alabama? And he said, he stays in the house that he rents. And I said, who's in the rent house? (laughs) And he goes, oh, my ex-wife is in the rent house. And I said, (laughs) are you even divorced? (laughs) <laughs> and he was like, well, the, the, the papers have been signed, but, or no, the papers have been filed, but they haven't been signed yet. And I said, so you're not divorced. And I said, I am officially the other woman. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> and I didn't mean to laugh. I'm sorry, but like, I love that comment. <laughs> and I, uh, I mean, I was in shock at this point. So I said, let me, let me, let me summarize what you just told me on your week off. You go home to Alabama and you stay in the house with the ex-wife that you're not really exed from and y'all don't do anything. And he was like, yeah, we, we, we don't speak to each other. She stays on the top floor and I stay on the bottom floor. We don't, I said, that's really hard to believe. And I really feel like the other woman at this point. Yeah, for sure. And you know, his, his ego was hurt and he was, cause I'm calling wow. him out. Right. And so he laid it on a little bit thicker about how, you know, I, you would be the only one. I'm going to put you on a pedestal. You would be my queen. Oh my goodness. That's what, probably what you, I said, she's probably sitting at home wondering where you're at, what you're doing and who you're with. Yeah, for sure. For he sure. goes, no, 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 no. She's, she's moved on. So that's hard to believe. So I did stay for a little bit longer, but it really kind of fizzled out at that point. And I was like, I think I need to go home. So he walks me to the car and um, this is when (laughs) the weirdest thing I've ever happened to me happen. We're parked near each other and I give him a hug and I said, you have a good night. And he goes, Hey, can you do me a favor? And I was like, mm, depends. This is first date, remember? And he, oh, if you don't mind, he opened his truck door and he grabbed out the laundry bag and he hands it to me. And he goes, if it's not a big deal, will you wash these for me? And I, I know I'm fuck? holding this bag and I know I made this face. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> oh my God. What the and fuck? I shit you not. I know I didn't tell this man no or yes. I didn't even speak. I just, are you serious? He opened my car door and he set it in there and he closed it. And he was like, yeah, if you don't mind. Oh my God. Oh, like he didn't even go in for a kiss. He just said, here's my laundry. That's pretty much yeah, right. That's how it went. He walked away. <laughs> oh my God. And walked away. Yeah. He was like, I'll, I'll text you tomorrow. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> no. It's What'd you do? I called my best friend. I was like, <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> this man just handed me my his laundry. She goes, No, he did it. I said, I have his dirty twenties in my back seat. What do I do? <laughs> oh, like, and that had to be premeditated. And I'm like, I don't want to see him. Right. And that had to be like, he had to be like, um, like it ended up in his car at some point, and he's had like some sort of preconceived notion to like, I know what I'll do. I'll just have her like, what the fuck? Was this premeditated? I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> at some point, but I, God, that's a good. Like, I kind of think it was. Now, granted, they may have been in there, and he may have come out to the car, and he may have had the idea. Where do you go from sending flowers to somebody you're trying to court to? Hey, here's my fucking laundry. He made the comment. I take care of you. You take care of me. Oh my God. That's what it goes back to. I give you flowers. I'm going to buy you things, but in return, I need you to be my slave. And I'm like, no, 
oh, yeah, here's my line. Yes. Like the most <laughs> chauvinistic thing you could possibly do. Like that is so ridiculous. I kept his I kept his laundry for majority of the Saturday. I drove around with it in my backseat for far too long. Yeah. Because, you know, big dog said, oh, we need to put onion powder in it. We're going to get it. Wet. <laughs> We're going to put cayenne pepper in his crotch. And I'm like, Ooh, that's good. Ooh, that's, um, good. <laughs> that's good. Someone said, hi, I hot. And when oh he gets sweaty, mm-hmm. shit will burn. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I mean, guys, he's scary. <laughs> you could do, you, you really could have done so much. So what did you end up doing? I dropped it off at a laundromat. Did you really? I did. And just texted him where it was at or something? Yeah. I said, yeah. hey, it's at such and such laundromat in Midland. I was far too nice. And I, that's, it's a blessing and a curse. I was wow. five two guys, I but I was a little petty. I told him it's at such and such laundromat. There's four of them. Oh no shit! Midland. That's cool. That's pretty cool. No, so, that's not petty. I think that's great. There you go. And then I blocked him, so I'm not going to tell you which one it's at. You might have to find it. There you go. I think that's fucking great. Oh my god! Like, so you talk about like the guys on the apps. Like, I think there's there's three things that go into you know just the the guy the the male ego keyboard courage and anonymity when those three are involved guys are it can be a fucking train wreck like they're just like and then like so he was like flowers and then he did this like so are you did you think like i'm not dating ever again i mean what where'd you go from here i i let it simmer a little bit i do have somebody that reached out to well I have somebody that I have been Facebook friends with a long time. And it was one of those things that if you were good looking and I did a little bit of Facebook scrolling and liked what I saw, I would approve friend requests. But up until that point, it wasn't, I'm, I'm not going to be friends with anybody on Facebook unless I know them personally. And so I kind of went a little lenient on that, that personal role. And so I've met some people doing that. And then there's some that I became friends with. No, still never had a conversation with, but we have each other on Facebook. So anyways, yeah, this one, um, we, he reached out to me yesterday. And so (laughs) like, I'm a little, I'm still a little weary, but I've seen enough of his Facebook and his stories and to kind of have a feel about like what kind of person he is on social media. But there's still always, I mean, even after first date or a second date, um, you're still, there's still that first date face. Sure. So it's sure. that sure. nervousness, the not wanting to mess up, um, sure. trying to impress. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. So, Hopefully not bringing his um, laundry, you know, things yeah, like that. God. Yeah. Someone else, I'm, I'm going to react 100% differently. <laughs> it's just not one of those things that you mentally prepare yourself for. Like if he, you know, as a woman, we prepare for different kinds of scenarios. Sure. What would I do in this situation? <laughs> At no point did it cross my mind I would receive a bag of laundry. I don't know how you could. Like, you're like, okay, is he going to try to kiss me? If he does, I'll do this. Is he going to come in a little bit stronger? I mean, what's he going to do? But there's no way. Hey, here's this bag. Can you take it? No. <laughs> 
Um, for your next date, I will send like, I got a response. So I will send you, uh, the other background sites that I know that are out there. So, you know, take a look and, and, or, you know, check whatever you want. So I'll have those to you shortly after, after we're done here. So I promise I'll get those. So that way, um, and and, yo, my pleasure, my pleasure. And And I know like probably as you, obviously you found out you can background check you, but it doesn't say, Hey, this person's mentally unstable and might bring their laundry with you on their first date, but at least you'll have a little bit more information. Yeah. I mean, this one was pretty squeaky queen. He had a clean, he had military background. He was corrections officer. He was a deputy sheriff at some point. So I'm pretty sure he's got a pretty squeaky clean background check, but it's not going to tell you that he is absolutely bonkers. I 100% hope pray all the above. Like, I I don't, I don't know, like send good vibes that your crazy threshold has already been met and you're not going to have any more for let's just say at least 12 months. Like, unfortunately that may not be the case, but I'm, I'm sending it out your way for sure. I I am proud to say that. I mean, it took me years with the ex-husband. It took me two months with the last one. It took me one solid date to get to pick, yeah, on, pick up on this one. But I'm getting better. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You're going to find it out within three text messages here on out. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, all I know. Down to a T. Yeah, so all I know. We'll, we'll go to the websites for the background checks. You holler at me. <laughs> I will. So check I the will. crazy. <laughs> you get y- your... Uh, attitude, your approach, your smile, uh, the right one will be there in no time. I have no doubt about that. Thank you for being along for the ride of the Swipe Wrong podcast, where we take everyday people like you and me telling their everyday stories of their swipe right life. Show is produced by Jay Pelham. He is the host of Pelham Place. If you want to reach out to the show and tell us your story, we'd love to hear it. Give us a call. Google voice us at 317-426-6616. Leave your information and we'll get back to you or just your story. You can also email us at swipewrongpod at gmail.com. We are on Insta, Facebook, TikTok. We're out there. I am Chaos, the host of Chaotic Commentary. You can find me pretty much anywhere that you see me. And next week, the saga continues. Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong.